Welcome to River City 360, views and news from around Winnipeg. My name is Nolan Bicknell. With me as always is my co-host, Robert Zirk. On today's show, we're covering Winnipeg Soup, a grassroots microfunding event that raised money for local community members and organizations that are trying to improve our city. Then we'll hear about Mae Manson and her incredible story through our continuing Legacy Moment series. And finally, we'll hear the most recent entry at the Community News Commons video booth where we asked what's one thing you would do to improve Winnipeg and why. All this, some great tunes and much, much more on today's episode of River City 360. Good morning and welcome to River City 360. Nolan and Robert here with you today. Uh, We have a great show for you in store. We're going to hear from uh, the Winnipeg Soup event that happened earlier this week. We're going to talk to the organizers and the winners of that. Um, But we're going to kick things off by playing a tune. But before we get to that, we're going to uh, give you a little sneak peek of next week's show because next week is uh, Folklorama. Folklorama is kicking off. It's the 47th annual Folklorama Festival, and uh, it's kicking off on July 1st, so one week from today. Uh, Next week, we're going to have coverage of the kickoff event where we will hear from Folklorama's president and from their ambassadors general. Uh, They were very excited for Folklorama this year, and we're going to have their full full interviews next week. But uh, for now, we're just going to have a little sneak peek of what you can expect. It's really a wonderful opportunity. We were uh, ambassador for our own pavilion last year and we gone through a very challenging competition and we uh, we were selected as ambassador general and it's a really honored and privilege to be a face of Fokurama and represent Fokurama everywhere we go. The beautiful thing about Folklorama is that we don't, not that we don't acknowledge it, but we don't talk about it when we're here. It's celebratory, it's acknowledging that with our diversity, we are nothing without each other. And that, I think, is one of the things, like every time we go to a function, the colors, the sights, the sounds, the smells of the food, like that just draws us in and it changes our moods and it turns us into one. And at the same time, acknowledging each other's cultures and acknowledging each other's diversity because we have to and that's so important. But knowing that without each other, we could never be as strong in our culture as we are. So be sure to stay tuned for that. But before we get into all the great things we have going on this week, how about we start things off with a song, seeing as how... It's summertime, despite the weather's been a little bit... A little questionable. Little back and forth little between storms and yeah. humid, hot summer days. Yeah. Let's start things off with Dancing in the Street. Martha and the Vandellas right here on River City 360.
Welcome back to River City 360. Robert and Nolan here with you this Sunday morning. So, Nolan, I heard you attended a very cool event that put a bit of a different spin on philanthropy earlier this week. Uh-huh. Tell us a little more about it. Well, yeah, uh, the first ever Winnipeg Soup event kicked off uh, earlier Tuesday night this week, actually, and River City 360 was there in attendance. Uh, the event was, it, it's basically a crowd, crowd-funded philanthropy competition where uh, full four local organizations or individuals uh, sort of got up on stage, gave us their four-minute pitch about how they wanted to make Winnipeg better basically uh, there were some great ideas uh, it was a really inspiring evening you, you got to I, we got to meet a lot of people who were doing great work in this city uh, Melissa Hebert and Tessa Vanderhart were the organizers of the event uh, they sat down with me after the event concluded Tuesday night to talk about Winnipeg soup here they are For our listeners who have yet to hear of Winnipeg Soup, give us a a quick rundown of what it is exactly. Um, Basically, we invite four presenters to get up on stage and talk for four minutes about an idea that they have to change Winnipeg for the better. So that can be anything, really, then. And and, uh, um, we heard from the four uh, presenters. How do you think that, uh, or how did you decide who was going to present, and and what do you think of their sort of general demeanor and how they did tonight? I think everyone did so amazing tonight. Um, we had, you know, the youth people who said that they haven't even presented before. Um, there was one woman who said she was so nervous and she just killed it. Um, to the crowd loved her. Um, so it was just really amazing to hear all these pitches. Um, I think it was, you know, better than anything that, that we expected from these pitches. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, all four pitches were so amazing. Also, it's it's kind of sad that all four couldn't be funded tonight. But I think in talking with uh, the other presenters, they have pretty good chances of making stuff happen, um, even without the specific funding. So it's encouraging. And not only that, this is the first of potential many Winnipeg soups we heard from Detroit. Uh, maybe give us a little bit of that context of what's been happening in Detroit and across the world with uh, these different soup events. Um, so the Detroit soup, which is um, kind of the one that we're modeled off of and that a few other ones are modeled off of, um, it just started off as a very small soup project, I think, to fund community art projects. They had a couple of presenters, um, very, very small pot, and it just grew into this Kind of amazing um, thing. They're their, you know, own independent organization. Um, they funded hundreds of projects, um, hundreds of thousands of dollars now. So it really took off there. Um, the one I was, uh, I, I was kind of exposed to the soup. Uh, there was one in Vancouver, um, an organization um, called called Grounds, Groundswell um, was putting, kind of hosting these soups there, and I, I was kind of involved with that group. So I kind of got to know it that way, and I just, I just thought it was an amazing idea. Um, shared it with Tessa. Tessa thought it was a good idea and that we would just take this take this on and bring it to Winnipeg. Yeah, and it, oh. <laughs> it was kind of touch and go there for a little while. We weren't sure if it was going to work out, but I am so amazed with how well it worked out. Um, so it's very encouraging and I think we have to do it again. I think that's... Well, when it's this successful, you got to go for round two, I think, definitely. Um, how important is it to tell the stories of these organizations doing good work in Winnipeg? Because not a lot of times do they get the mainstream media coverage, um, but there's still so much good work, good work happening sort of behind the scenes. Why is that important to tell their story? 
It's kind of neat because um, just in the process of doing our media promotions for this, there were so many good opportunities to bring these these projects and these groups to light that they might not otherwise have because they're very volunteer organized, very like grassroots, and they don't have maybe the connections that we do. Um, so yeah, it's it's. I think it's really important that way just to bring it into the mainstream um, and to sort of legitimize sort of little ideas that might not otherwise get much traction how, how does it make you feel when you when you see a success like this in a room full of people that are passionate about making winnipeg better and that you kind of brought them all together how does that make you guys feel uh, personally um it feels really good um it was you know yeah like tessa said you know in the organization process we weren't entirely sure what the turnout would be and what the response would be and, and kind of the energy in the room um all these things were kind of unknowns and, and just tonight everyone had so much energy and it was just a really good collaborative environment everyone was really engaged um community members you know there were so many opportunities for people to connect with each other and and even though you know only one organization out of the four ended up getting the funding from the day um i feel like there were so many connections made and so many opportunities um for them to move forward and so much interest generated so so it was really good that that we had an atmosphere where that could happen well, even when one of the presenters was on stage, another one said, oh, can I volunteer for that event? Or would that be great? Amazing. The collaboration that this invites is just fantastic. And I don't think you can get that in, in a larger scale event. It's just this sort of super grassroots, super low res, super, <laughs> we're, we're just going to sit together and eat some soup where you can get that sort of collaboration. So what's next for Winnipeg Soup if you two are the sort of spokespersons? What's, what's next? Um, I think we what we'd really like to do for one is just get a lot more community collaboration. Um, we'd really like the input from from the community on how we can you know improve this man, make it better, um, kind of invite more voices into the conversation that way. I think that's definitely one thing that we would like to see going forward. Where can our listeners get involved or where can they uh, sort of find information about Winnipeg Soup for potentially the next one? Um, our website is winnipegsoup.com. I will get that updated as soon as possible with with the winners and information about the next time I don't know when that's going to be but we're going to figure it out and as soon as that is decided we will have it up there and facebook.com slash Winnipeg Soup Perfect, well thank you uh, Melissa and Tessa for talking to us today Appreciate it Yeah, thank you so much Thank you Thanks Nolan and thank you to Melissa and Tessa Stay tuned because coming up after the break we spoke with the winners of the Winnipeg Soup event and we'll hear all about their story But first, keeping on with today's summer theme, here's surfing. It's the Beach Boys right here on River City 360. Surfing is the only life, the only way for me now. Surf, surf with I got up this morning, turned on my radio. I was checking out the surfing scene to see if I would go. And when the DJ tells me that the surfing is fine, From the early morning to the middle of the night Anytime a surf is 
up the time is right and when the surf is down to take its place we'll do the surfer stomp is the latest dance Surfing is the only life, the only way for me now. Surf, surf with me. Bob, dip, 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 bob, dip, dip. Now the dawn is breaking and we really gotta go. But we'll be back here very soon. That you better know, yeah, my surfing knots are rising and my sword is losing wax. But that won't stop me, baby, cause you know I'm coming back. Going surfing, off, dip, 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 surfing, off, dip, dip. Surfing is the only life, the only way for me now. Come on, pretty baby, and surf with me, yeah. Welcome back to River City 360. Robert and Nolan here with you this morning. So before the break, we heard from Melissa Hebert and Tessa Vanderhart, the organizers of the first ever Winnipeg Soup event, and we learned all about the event and why they started it. But I'm wondering, Nolan, out of the four participants... Who actually ended up winning the money? Well, the winners represented uh, Norwest Community Co-op and pitched the idea to help local youth by developing the Gilbert Park Youth Co-op, which would basically help youth through tough times, you know, if they're disadvantaged in any way, uh, by paying them to do odd jobs and giving them money and supplies to help get them off the streets and out of gangs. Uh, We ended up speaking with the two presenters who won, who took home the uh, grand prize, Shania Pruden, who is the Youth Co-op Facilitator, and Ronald Travers, a program facilitator at Norwest Co-op. I asked them what their main goal was and why they wanted to be involved with the first Winnipeg Soup event. Our main message was getting youth and creating unity within the community. So we we do a lot of team building exercises and just, you know, like a lot of them, like if they have drama outside of the program, when they come in the youth co-op, it's gone and they work well in a group, which is awesome. I also asked Ronald how it felt to inspire the audience and to win the prize, which ended up being uh, over $600 that went towards their project. Well, it really encourages me, and I think it's really going to encourage the youth when they found out that there's a community gathering and everyone believes in what they're doing and that we can help them and, you know, shine light on their future. It's, It's awesome. Shania and Ronald both reflected on their personal stories and how they both sort of went through troubled times and were hoping to kind of help the next generation so they don't have to experience the same problems that they went through. I asked why it was important to pass down that knowledge to the next generation. Well, because, like, I know what it's like to struggle and I know what it's like. I can really relate to these youth and I want to share my hope, you know, so... Yeah, so I also grew up in the Gilbert Park area. <clears throat> and, you know, just like kind of being how they are, like they're youth, they don't really know what to do when they're bored. And so it's it's good, like, it, it's good because like what I've been through, I, I, I'm so touched by like the youth, like I love youth and I don't want them to have to experience the same thing I did because like it just, It just hurts to go through some bad things in life. 
Thank you to both Shania and Ronald of the Norwest Co-op for speaking with us. And congratulations again on being the winners of the very first Winnipeg Soup. Coming up after the break, we'll hear about Mae Manson and the incredible story of her life and the legacy that she left in Winnipeg. But first, here's First Class with their song Beach Baby right here on River City 360.
Thank you for listening to River City 360, and now here is the next installment in our series about Winnipeggers, who, through foresight, planning, and generosity, created a lasting legacy and helped make their community a better place. Here's my co-host, Robert Zirk. May Kathleen Manson was a team player, both on the ice and in her community. Born in Belfast, Ireland in 1911, Ms. Manson was raised in downtown Winnipeg with her three brothers. In 1928, at the age of 17, she started working in the mail order department at Eaton's, forming strong bonds with her co-workers who were like family to her. When many of the male employees were called away to fight in World War II, Ms. Manson, like any family member pitching in during a tough time, drove the Eaton's delivery truck. She and her family were very active in recreational sports. In the 1930s, she tended goal for the Eaton's women's hockey team in a semi-professional league that drew audiences of 5,000 people. She backstopped her team all the way to the Canadian Women's Hockey National Final in Preston, Ontario in 1935. In 1976, Miss Manson retired from Eaton's after 48 years of service. Ms. Manson also felt a strong connection to her community. Outside of time enjoyed at her cottage, she spent her life in downtown Winnipeg and regularly walked through its neighborhoods. She supported more than a dozen local charities, including hospitals, the Winnipeg Humane Society, and the Kidney Foundation. Ms. Manson had foresight. She gave to her community through an endowment fund at the Winnipeg Foundation. Through a bequest in her will, she established the May Manson Memorial Fund at the Winnipeg Foundation. Since gifts to the Foundation are endowed, they continue to support our community for good forever. Over time, the grants it generates can surpass the value of the original gift, multiplying the positive impact in our community. When you give to the Winnipeg Foundation, you're joining Ms. Manson and thousands of others with the foresight to support our community for good forever. Thanks, Robert. And thank you for listening to River City 360. Welcome back. Have you expressed yourself lately? The video booth we featured on River City 360 in past episodes is a great way to do so. And we have some information that you might find interesting because the booth is moving it was at the millennium library and has been for the past few weeks but it is actually moving to the louis riel library which is at 1168 dakota street right here in winnipeg um the booth is basically an opportunity to talk about what's happening in your community uh, in the hopes to sort of start a dialogue about how we can make winnipeg a better place so different people from throughout the community have come to the CNC Express Yourself video booth and recorded an answer to the most recent question, which is, what's one thing that would make our community a better place and why? We've had some very interesting responses. Uh, you can see those responses on Community News Commons. CNCWPG.org is the shortcut to the website. Uh, we've even aired a few here on River City 360 as well. So this week we're going to hear a response from Brianni Haig, who says that an improved transit system and dedicated bike lanes would improve our community immensely. Well, I think um, one thing that would make our community a better place is if we had um, excellent public transportation, like really good bus system, and I also think um, better bike paths throughout the city um, 
segregated bike paths, not on the road, but segregated bike paths so that bikers would feel safe. And I think uh, th those things would be amazing. Thank you. Thank you very much to Briani for taking the time to have your say. Again, if you'd like to hear more responses to the most recent question, you can visit Community News Commons at cncwpg.org. Or if you'd like to answer your own response to the question, again, what's one thing that would make our community better and why? You can head over to the Louis Riel Library. It's at 1168 Dakota Street in South Winnipeg. And be sure to stay tuned to River City 360 and the Community News Commons website to find out where it'll be moving to next. So, Robert, normally we have Community News Commons' Noah Ehrenberg in studio to talk about CNC and bring us a local tune to play for our listeners. But since he's on vacation this week, I thought we could ask you to step in and take the reins on, on the weekly feature. Uh, so what local song have you brought for us this week and why? Sure. So I'd like to feature a local singer-songwriter. His name is Scott Nolan. He's been nominated for a Western Canadian Music Award. And his, his music, if you're into folk and roots, I think you'll really enjoy his songs. Um, he's got a few shows coming up. They're all beyond the perimeter, but seeing as how it's summertime, I'm sure... Many of our listeners will be able to, uh, might be in the area it's and be worth able to trip. check those Take out. Take a little road trip for some good music. Why not? Yeah. So he's playing at the Brandon Folk Music and Art Festival between, which is taking place between July 22nd and 24th. Um, if you're in the Riding Mountain area, he's at uh, Poor Michael's Bookshop in Onanol on August 13th. And... Nearing the end of the summer, mid-September, uh, is the Harvest Moon Festival. That's happening in Clearwater from September 16th to 18th, so a lot of chances to see him. Or you might actually have already uh, heard Scott play. Um, he opened for Marty Stewart and Pegwis, well-known country singer, uh, and he also performed at Canada Day at the Forks. His most recent album is called Silver Hill. It was released late last year. If you'd like to learn more about Scott Nolan, you can visit his website at scottnolan.ca. And here's a track from that album, from the album Silver Hill. It's called Fire Up, right here on River City 360, CJNU 93.7 FM. Guitar under the stairs My auntie left it there Down to the basement I would crawl I could still hear grandpa's call Sunglasses and blue jeans Those pretty eyes of green Beehive hairdos and beetle bug cars Oh Lord, I see stars So fire up Play some old time rock and roll Before it all turned to noise And greasy ducktail rockabilly boys Song over again 
getting paid for my living room matinees. That guitar was now mine on loan. I had a screwdriver microphone. Shine my shoes and shake my hips. The Elvis shirt that never quite fit. Leather jacket, blue suede shoes. An eight bar bridge and a 12 bar blues. So fire up, play some old time rock and roll. Before it all turned to noise and greasy ducktail rockabilly boys. Rag top down, so long. Jacket, blue suede shoes, an eight bar bridge, and a twelve bar blue. Thank you for listening to River City 360. Nolan and Robert here with you this morning. We appreciate you waking up this Sunday with here with us here on River City 360. Now we're almost out of time, but before we go, we're gonna play you a couple of Sinatra songs, both about summer, coincidentally, in keeping with our summer theme this morning. Uh, coming up shortly, we will hear from Frank Sinatra. But before we do, how about Frank's daughter, Nancy, along with Lee Hazelwood with their song, Summer Wine, right here on River City 360. Strawberries, cherries, and an angel's kiss in spring. My summer wine is really made from all these things. I walked in. 
caught on silver spurs the jingle too a song that I had only sang to just a few she saw my silver spurs and said let's pass some time and I will give to you some of wine Summer wine Strawberries, cherries And an angel's kissing spring My summer wine Is really made from all these things Take off your silver spurs And help me pass the time And I will give to you Summer Welcome back to River City 360. Thank you so much for tuning in. We've got time for one more tune today. So 
you know, to get your the rest of your Sunday morning started off right, here's Summer Wind by Frank Sinatra, right here on River City 360. The summer wind came blowing in from across the sea It lingered there to touch your hair and walk with me All summer long we sang a song and then we strolled that golden sand Two sweethearts And the summer wind Like painted kites Those days and nights They went flying by The world was new Beneath the Umbrella sky Then softer than A piper man One day It called to you I lost you I lost you to the summer wind The autumn wind Still the days, those lonely days, they go on and on. And guess who sighs his lullabies through nights that never end? My fickle friend, the summer wind. Summer wind, warm summer wind, the summer wind. That's a wrap on this week's episode of River City 360. Thank you so much for listening, and a big thank you to all of our guests for talking with us today. If you'd like to hear more views and news from around Winnipeg, listen to any of our past episodes, or subscribe to our podcast, you can visit us online. Our address is rivercity360.org. Again, that's rivercity360.org. River City 360, views and news from around Winnipeg, is a project of the Winnipeg Foundation in partnership with CJNU 93.7 FM. And of course, we love getting feedback from our listeners. If you have anything to tell us about what you heard on this week's show, if you have a story idea that you'd like for us to cover, or even if you just want to request a song that'll make your Sunday 
that much better. You can give us a call anytime, 24-7, leave us a message on our listener line. The number is 204-944-9474, extension 360. Again, that's 204-944-9474, extension 360. You can also follow us on social media accounts. If you have a Twitter account, search at RiverCity360 and search RiverCity360 on Facebook to find us there as well. And don't forget to tune in next week. We have a great show lined up for next week. We'll hear from Folklorama's president and ambassadors general. It's the kickoff of Folklorama, and we can't wait to share those interviews with you. So be sure to tune in next week, 8.15 a.m. on 93.7 CJNU. I'm Nolan Bicknell signing off for River City 360. And I'm Robert Zirk. Thank you again so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Have a great Sunday. Mm-hmm.